Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast and uh, want to appreciate all those who've been praying for us. And I just wanted to give you some encouragement. Don't give up. I know a lot of people are feeling really down today. I know there's a spirit of depression and oppression that would like to come into many people's hearts. Um, I am personally committed to pray this through all the way to the 20th. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people that have dropped out at this point. As you guys know, a lot of people have dropped out uh, after yesterday. And uh, I have a balancing act to do because I also don't want to be somebody that gives any type of false hope or leads anyone as a pastor or minister of the gospel down the wrong direction. We also want to be careful not to get caught up in uh, false information or misinformation and those types of things. So walking through that spiritual minefield and using discernment and wisdom of the Holy Spirit, we have to navigate through this in a very critical and crucial time for our country. Um, what I personally think is, is that there's still going to be some developments. I don't know what they are uh, between now and the 20th. We've seen that Twitter has done a, I think it was a 24 hour ban on the president, but uh, there's a very good chance they could take down his account altogether. That was one of the tools that he's used throughout his presidency to communicate directly with the people. So he does have options. He could obviously get on another website like Parler. Uh, it doesn't appear that he's gonna go that direction though. We know that he does have the emergency broadcasting system. Uh, we also know that they have one of the biggest databases and email lists in the world. Um, so that's another way that they could maybe reach out to the people. But, uh, you know, I believe that the president, if he needs to get a message out, there's ways he could do it. He could contact the Epic Times. He could contact, you know, uh, surrogates and get his message out if he really needed to. There's, there's many ways in today's world, short of taking down the entire Internet that the president could get his message out if need be. But I, I, I know that the narrative and the mainstream narrative right now is it's done, there's no chance, there's no hope. And as I said in the beginning of the video, I don't wanna give a false hope. Um, that's not something that I intend to do as a leader or pastor or person of Christ. So uh, at the same time, I think it would be still premature, and hear me out on this, to just count God out and say that nothing else is going to happen between now and the 20th. Um, I, I, I know many people that listen to this broadcast um, are, are writing me um, from all different types of communication methods, you know, WhatsApp, people that found my phone number, our office's number, um, different ways that people have found to reach out, emails, website, communications, but we're getting a lot of emails and many, many people are saying, Pastor Todd, please don't give in, don't give it, give up yet. So I hear you. I just want you to know I hear you. And, you know, we, we've been in contact with a lot of people and uh, we're, we're weighing out. Is there any other options? You know, right now I'm going to a very important meeting, but, you know, is there any other options, any other ways that, that we can continue to see a victory here? And I will say there, all options are not exhausted. Okay, I'll just say that. All options are not exhausted. They have certainly been narrowed down. Um, at this point, it would be probably considered to be a Hail Mary pass. 
But let's just look at the truth of the matter is, is that let's say we're comparing it to the game of football. Are there Hail Mary passes that have worked in the in the in history? Have we seen people throw a Hail Mary and somebody be in the end zone and, and catch the football? Well, yeah. I mean, that's part of the game and the excitement of the game, right? Is that we have seen that. Um, I can imagine from a biblical standpoint that when the children of Israel reached the Red Sea, that they probably felt like they had reached the end of the road. All logical ways of escape had been exhausted. At that point, they had no logical way of escape and there was an army that was coming to destroy them. But at that time, God moved and did something miraculous. And so in my life, has there been times when it literally got to the absolute end of the road and I thought I was totally done and then all of a sudden God showed up? Yeah, I would be lying to you to tell you that that has not happened in my life, because it has. In fact, on numerous occasions. So, I know a lot of people are feeling down today. I know a lot of people are feeling weary. They're feeling beat down, exhausted. I've said a long time now that no matter what, as a Christian, if you've given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you have a personal relationship with him, then you will win. Because we already know how this ends. And we, we knew, the Bible has laid this out pretty well. I mean, if you think about it, from, from the writers that you know, the, were inspired the Holy Spirit to write the, the different chapters of the Bible that, that wrote about a time that we're in right now, over 2,000 years ago, most of them, right? Think about that. And, uh, and yet, here, here we're now in these times and we're watching exactly what they said were to, was to take place happening. So it's pretty remarkable if you think about it that not only has God laid out this time period in our in our life and history and how it's going to all kind of work out in the end, but he told us there was going to be a season like this where persecution would increase. And by the way, there's Christians that have been dealing with persecution all around the world. I mean, if you're a Christian in North Korea, you're probably living in a camp right now. If you're a Christian in China, you're definitely dealing with extreme persecution and you may also be living in a camp. Uh, or have, you know, your social credit score be, you know, the lowest possible, you know, barely allowed to do anything like the lowest of society. So, you know, there's Christians right now, Indonesia, I mean, there's other places in the world where Christians are already under deep and heavy persecution. We've known this. I mean, the Yazidis in Iraq and, uh, and Syria, uh, you know, the Coptic Christians in Egypt. I mean, I can just go on and on and on, right? So the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, persecution could come. It has come to America and it could increase and we could be under judgment. And I've read both sides of the story here where people say we're under judgment and then there's the other people that are saying there's still something that's gonna happen. And uh, and I, I just wanna say I admire the faith of those that are continuing to stand and, and believe that God is gonna do something because that takes a lot of faith and you are in the minority at this point. <laughs> if, you, if you're still standing in faith and believing in faith, you're in the minority and that means you have stronger faith than a, a good portion of the body of Christ. And so I admire you and I thank you for being a remnant believer who has extreme faith because we are in a time where we're gonna need extreme faith. We're in a time we're gonna need extreme faith. So, you know, I'm, I'm believing, I, I made a, a commitment to the Lord that I would not give up or give in or throw in the towel on this particular situation of the presidency until the day of the inauguration. 
and that that my my promise to God has been to pray it through and that's where we've literally come up with a hashtag pray it through and so I'm not gonna throw in the towel like many of these other people yet uh, if the day comes where you know the inauguration happens then we regroup and we say okay this is where we are on the timeline and we strategize as a body of Christ as to what's next and I believe God has many things to store regardless I spoke yesterday at uh, the Capitol here and uh, you know one of the things that I felt the Lord uh, asked me to share was is that um, I believe there's gonna be a move of God that's coming to our nation very powerful move of God a great awakening a revival uh, I believe the seeds have already been planted and I believe we're gonna see the the move of God and the great awakening in this nation probably like we have never seen in our lifetime. And I'm excited about that because I know that that is, is gonna happen regardless of who's in the White House. There's going to be a move of God and I'm excited about that. I know that that's coming. I feel it in my spirit. I can confirm that with you guys. I, I have a very strong belief and, and, and feel in my spirit that is coming to our country. But we're not gonna throw in the towel and there are still options on the table for the president. They're a very small amount and the percentage has definitely gone down and I promise to always tell you the truth, and that is the truth, is that it's more of a Hail Mary pass at this point, but as a Christian, as a person of faith, I have to go back to many of the stories in the Bible, including David versus Goliath, where <laughs> that was a long shot, right? You think anybody would have predicted that one? What about Noah? You think they would have predicted, uh, you know, his family would have been safe in the ark? Um, you know, there's been many, many times in the, in the Bible, the Red Sea, as I mentioned earlier, where the where children of Israel were, were fleeing from their captivity in, in Egypt. And they, they were up against a body of water that they simply could not cross without a miracle of the, of the Lord. So, you know, could it happen? Could God wait till this last, last minute to do something miraculous and show us that uh, he's heard our prayers? And uh, of course he could. Of course he could. And I would be lying to you to tell you that he could not because he can't. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna pray it through until the 20th and then and then at that point we're gonna say okay Well, you know now we know where we are <laughs> and uh, we've seen how this has played out and at this point We we look at the situation and we move forward as the body of Christ either way either way I am um, Fully committed and all in right and uh, And that's the way it's gonna be we're fully committed and all in we're not gonna have less faith or you know walk away from the Lord or anything like that if uh, if God doesn't answer our prayer in the way that we would desire because that would just simply mean that he knows more than us that his ways are higher than our ways and uh, you know there's more to this story that we maybe don't know about right now and that's okay because that has also happened by the way in my walk with Christ and probably in yours is that there's been times when I thought it was going to go a certain way and it did not but that does not mean that it ended up working out bad in the end for me. It ended up working out better. I just didn't know as good as God did. So that's how God works. His ways are higher than our ways. If we trust in him and simply pray his will, his perfect will, and ask for mercy and grace and protection and provision and just, Lord, sustain me, give me the peace that passes understanding. You know, let me walk in the fullness of your anointing and your, my calling uh, today. Uh, let me not grow weary in doing good. Let me trust in you and uh, and just don't get depressed and don't worry about what's going to happen because worrying isn't going to help you out one single iota. Uh, but instead, just wake up, put your head up and say, okay, we're going to trust you today, Lord. We don't know exactly how this is going to all work out, but we're trusting you 
And, uh, and that's it. And instead of uh, trusting in some guy on the internet that's not talking uh, through the anointing of the Holy Spirit or trusting, uh, you know, whatever resource that we're listening to or, you know, all these different people with different opinions, why don't we just inquire of God and just trust in him and say, Lord, your ways are higher than our ways. You know more than we do. We're going to trust you and we're going to lean out on our own understanding and we're going to acknowledge that you are the God of heaven and earth and uh, you've got this, right? And uh, that's what we're doing today. So I just want you to know that I am not throwing in the towel or jumping out the plane prematurely. That plane is going to land one way or the other on the 20th, unless it gets postponed somehow, but most likely will uh, land on the 20th of January. And at that time, we'll regroup and we'll figure out how to move forward from there. But either way, the church will be the church because the church isn't going anywhere. I hate to tell you, devil, we ain't going anywhere. So, uh... We're going to be, continue to be empowered and continue to move in, in accordance to the will of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're going to do. I've been reading some um, posts, uh, you know, on social media. And, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people are talking about this. I mean, some people are. But it's pretty unprecedented that the social media tech oligarchs over the last 24 hours. See, we gotta, we gotta unpack this with what happened with this situation. So I actually got flagged on my social media on Facebook yesterday for propagating false, false information from the fact checkers. The fact checkers, they said that I put out false information. You know what it was about? It was about the, the Antifa guys that were bust in. And, and, and how do I know this? Because I have six people that were on the ground right there when this was all going on. Two of them were reporters for a Christian publication. And uh, one was an ardent Trump supporter that is also a very trusted friend. On the ground, when these buses apparently dr were dropping off these Antifa militant operatives to have this event that, that happened at the Capitol. Now, I know there's people on our side that are out there and they're saying, well, it was Trump supporters. Here's what happens is, is that they have these agent provocateurs and I kind of broke this down a little bit last night, but they have these agent provocateurs that they use to incite violence and create in, an event. And so that's what they did is they're trained aggregates. They're trained professional aggregates that come in and uh, they're used to incite violence, uh, you know, make it look like this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. And so they, they were the guys that were breaking the windows at the Capitol, climbing the buildings, dressed in the Viking outfit, you know, and they, they want these guys to be made out to be, they call them QAnons, you know, this is the Q crowd. Well, Q, the Q crowd is not, to my knowledge, done anything violent, even in a microcosm uh, in comparison to what BLM and Antifa have done. Let's just be honest, right? But, you know, they didn't report that way with BLM and Antifa and all the protesters when they were burning down the cities. They, they didn't, you know, no one was talking about um, the type of news cycle like we're seeing right now where it's just bombarding us with Trump supporters. Trump supporters went to the Capitol. Trump supporters broke the window. They broke in and they, you know, and, and so that obviously, see, when you look at it from a fifth generation warfare standpoint, and you understand how these guys operate, 
They, this is military planning that they're utilizing. This is military planning. And so these type of events, and I'm, I'm very careful to call things false flags unless they actually are for sure false flags, but I can guarantee you that this event at the Capitol was a false flag event. It was, and President Trump knew ahead of time, by the way, he knew ahead of time that they were planning something nefarious. He knew ahead of time. Uh, but regardless of that, uh, you know, what happened was uh, they used this event to then, and that's what they do. That's when you know, so you can, you can dissect this. That's when you know it was a planned event is when there's a series of other implications that are swiftly put into, uh, you know, order. So for instance, they use the event at the Capitol to then push for the, you know, the uh, mandatory, um, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, where they close down the city, you know, uh, the curfew. So they use that to put down the curfew. They use that, and, and, and what they were doing is they were literally keeping the Trump supporters now locked in their hotel rooms. They had gone down there to support the president. You know, they were all peaceful. I mean, 99.9% .9 of Trump supporters are peaceful people. They did not go there with any intention. The president was not inciting violence as they're trying to implicate. Um, none of that, none of that. But what happened was, uh, you know, all these peaceful people were down there just standing for our republic, standing with our president, you know, going to a, a Trump event and then marching to the Capitol. So what they do is they mix in their military arm, Antifa, strategically plan this out and mix them in wearing Trump gear, okay, wearing, looking like Trump supporters. And if it wasn't for our investigative journalists and digital soldiers that were out there dissecting it, looking through facial recognition, realizing, wait a minute, these guys are actually Antifa people that are dressed as Trump supporters. But it was it was for optics purposes so that the mainstream media, their propaganda mouthpiece could then go out there and report nonstop and, and, and take away the news cycle because the news cycle was geared toward you know, uh, the, the people were out there to stop the steal. That's what they were out there for, right? The steal and theft of our election. But because the media works for, you know, the deep state and the propaganda, they changed the news cycle, made it into, uh, you know, all about the, the breaching of the Capitol. And that's all we've heard for the last 24 hours on the news is the breaching of the Capitol, the breaching of the Capitol. Then they reassemble nighttime where there's far less viewership most people didn't watch and they procedurally pushed through Joe Biden and they effectively changed the news cycle. Okay. So now I'm not saying that there's not moves and counter moves going on here because there could be, but I'm just speaking about what their plan was to do. Their strategy was to number one, make Trump supporters appear violent, even though they have been the ones that have been violent all throughout the last four years. You, what violence have you seen from Trump supporters? I mean, you know, we're basically just defending ourselves, right? I mean, when we're attacked and people are throwing eggs at us and, you know, all the different things that they do, they try to surround your home and I get vicious threats and all these different things. You know, I don't do that. I'm not out there viciously threatening, threatening people on the left. I'm not out there being violent to people on the left. We have people that are military people with us. We have people that are law enforcement. We have people that are real operators, you know, real operators, but yet, they're patriots. They're, they're just wanting freedom. They're not out there attacking folks, you know? So 
you know, number one was to make it look like Trump supporters are violent, like we're the ones out there. Number two was to change the news cycle so that they can shift it from the stop the steal and the uh, amazing momentum that the president had it, had going into the day and turn it into, you know, all about the Capitol being breached. How could this happen in America? It's crazy this happened in America. So that's number two. So number one was to make the Trump supporters look violent. Number two was to change the narrative. And then in the, in the dark of night to go ahead and confirm Biden for the electors in the Congress, okay? Number three was to now make the president look like he's crazy so that they could possibly push for this, uh, this 25th Amendment deal. And, you know, it's really, uh, now you got people out there saying, you know, the president is a danger, he's a danger. We need to take away his power in the last days of his presidency. Well, why would they be so concerned about taking away the power of the president in the last days of his presidency? If he has no power and there's nothing that he really can do at this point, he's like a lame duck with a couple of days left of his presidency, why do they need to take away his power? Unless they're worried about something. So the mainstream media is a bunch of garbage. They're, 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 they're out there to push to you that the president is done, he's powerless, he's crazy, his supporters are conspiracy theorists, uh, they're violent, and it's all done, and that's it, and everything's done. So the thing is, is that, you know, again, we don't know what's gonna happen in the next 10 days, maybe nothing. Maybe it does just, you know, there is a peaceful transition of power and when we go into uh, a communist regime, a communist cabal regime, which would be the most dangerous regime probably in American history, where our nation in, within a few months would probably be going into the Great Reset and uh, many other very nefarious plans of the deep state and, and the cabal. Well, they'll go after uh, religious liberty, freedoms, Christians, and it would really be a dark time in our country. But here's the thing, and I said this in my video this morning, is, is that there's still time for God to move. And again, I'm seeing a lot of people jumping ship and, and, and I understand it's, it, it makes sense, especially after, you know, if you're listening to any mainstream news, it makes sense why you would be incredibly disenfranchised after last night. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we got to continue to press ahead here regardless. And I've made the commitment to pray this through to the very end. And that's what I'm going to do until, you know, if Joe Biden is on the, you know, stage there with his hand over, I don't know what he'll put his hand on. Will he even put his hand on the Bible? I don't know. But if he gets there and he's inaugurated and that's it, you know, okay, he's 46 president of the United States or whatever, that's, then we move on to the next strategy. But right now, there's still the president of the United States right now, as we speak, is Donald J. Trump, who is still the president. And uh, we have to see how this plays out because we don't know this, this master chess player, this 4D chess player, who also has the prayers of millions and millions of people around the world. We don't know if God has a suddenly or last minute thing that he could do here. And so we're gonna, we're gonna just have to see how this plays out. The, if you're listening to the media, you're listening to the prophets of Baal. You're listening to the liars. They've lied to us throughout this entire thing. They're covering for the deep state. They're covering for the cabal members. They're covering for the, for the, for the evil people with the nefarious plans for us. So, why don't we just wait and see what happens and not be, uh, you know, irrational in our, you know, getting ahead of what God could do here. I mean, what, what is, like I always say, what is our biggest crime is, is that we have too much faith 
because okay we have too much faith you know you know okay that's what we're guilty of i'm not i'm not a prophet i'm not sitting here making some prof prophetic declaration i can declare and decree according to speaking life over a situation as a pastor man of god i could declare and decree in prayer but i'm not sitting here telling you guys nor have i ever made a proclamation as a prophet i have never done that what i've said is this is what i think we should be praying as the church this is what i think we should be praying and standing for in faith as the church and in that there's no harm because we're just praying in accordance to what we believe is according to the word of god standing for life standing for freedom religious liberty freedom uh, you know pro democracy pro freedom america you know against the very nefarious plans of the deep state so to me that makes sense and i really think like that's how we should be praying right now and uh, I, I just don't think we should concede so so quickly here guys let's see what god does in the next 10 days or whatever until the 20th and then and then we can determine our, our moving forward strategy as the church and the body of christ bless me trust me i have i have plenty of thoughts on that and we're already strategizing and thinking of, of what the next moves are going to be here but we have to anticipate either way. But at the same time, I, I just, to me, it's like, why give up right now? I just don't think we should. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens here. But, uh, but you know, just don't ever, here's my advice to you. Don't ever count God out, ever. Don't ever count God out. If God wants to move, he can move right now. He can do whatever he wants. He can move right now in a way that we would never have thought of. I don't ever count God out, ever. Because he's God. He created it all. He's way above what we could ever fathom or put, wrap our minds around as human beings. You know what I'm saying? So the deal is, is that the social media companies are going to try to block the president now, shut him down. That's what they're going to use. That was their false flag event. That's why they did what they did at the Capitol. They did what they did at the Capitol so that they could block him and his supporters. And that's what they're going to do. And that's why you guys need to follow me on Parlor, you know, at Todd Coconado, same name. Um, ToddCoconado.com, RMNTNews.com. We'll be posting things there. I'm sorry we're on the road. We've been in, in, in massive operating mode right now. And so we're just, we're, we're not really active as we normally are on those sites. But you better believe we will be in the next few days. Uh, we always got the podcast on Podbean, you know, on many other sites, iHeartRadio, podcasts. Um, we're all over. So you're going to be able to hear from us one way or the other. We will always tell you how to get in touch with us. Sign up for the newsletter. I don't do newsletters like your typical people that are constantly blowing up your email. I have a newsletter database specifically for if we're shut down on all the other social media. I can tell you where we are at. That's why I, say, I, mean, I don't sell your information. I don't sell your data. Uh, we're not a data company. What, what I ask you to do on ToddCoconauer.com or on RMNTNews.com, sign up for the newsletter so that we can have your email so that that way, if there's a problem or if we're shut down or silenced on social media, there's a way for us to communicate with you. So uh, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. But yeah, you know, this was all a planned hit. This was a planned hit. And it's becoming more and more apparent now as we dissect this, what this was. This was a planned hit on the president, a digital hit. It was a digital hit to take him off Facebook, take him off Twitter, and to take him off his platforms that he can use to speak to the people. So now he's gonna have to use a different method of speaking to the people. 
and we'll have to see what they do because I'm sure they have a plan in place. Uh, but very sad, very sad to see what these these social media companies are doing to the president of the United States. And uh, we're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to fight. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for your support. Keep keep us in prayer. I really think these next 10 days are really the most important days probably of our nation's history in recent history. Um, so for those that are giving up or just like, you know, putting your head down at this point, we're literally like in the most important period that we've been in these next 10 days. And I'm going to be actively working during these 10 days. So uh, I, I, there'll be a time when I can disclose more information and I'll break it all down on the podcast. But right now I can't do that because we're active. So I hope that makes sense. God bless you guys. Thank you. You can go to tycoconado.com slash give if you want to help support the work that we're doing. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Love you and bless you. Keep your head up. Don't be discouraged. God bless.